0: Episode 2 Lori, are you ready for this? It took us 5 episodes to do uh, Episode 1 We're going to do Episode 2 in one episode You think we can do it? Uh,
1: yes No, wait, yes No,
0: yes Wait, no Anyways, Joe Glory Lori yes. Camp. Here we are with Episode 2 Of Fighting Prince Charming Right here at the Thought Media Welcome to Fighting Prince Charming, a recap show for the awful 26 gay, 2016 gay dating show, Finding Prince Charming. My name is Joe Batans, and I am joined, as always, by one thirsty co-host from the Bloody Podcast. Please give a tie, or actually, Lori, will you keep my tie? <laughs> to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. So so are,
1: are these all his ties then? Is that what we're supposed to believe now? Is that yeah. he... He has given out his ties and now, what do at the end of the, does he just collect all of his ties in like a
0: suitcase and then just yeah. goes home? Don't you think it's, it's actually, what's so funny is, will you take my ties? So everyone should know in episode one, at the, at, you know, when what would be the rose ceremony on The Bachelor, he, you know, on, on, this, on The Bachelor, he says, will you take this rose? Okay. Yeah. And then he gives them a rose on uh, on the first episode of fighting a Finding Prince Charming, he gave them a tie and said, "Will you take the tie?" right Yeah or he says, "Will you take my tie?" which I, which no gay guy ever is like, I, I give you my tie you know that's weird. Yeah but um he gives them a tie and then you're thinking, oh, maybe they get a brand new tie everything No, it turns out once you have the tie, he can then take it back
1: yeah well no what i love is it's like wh- <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm kind of a slob in a in a in a in a, in a not an organized person mm-hmm. so could you imagine like being like okay we got to go to the tie ceremony we got to we got to bring our ties that he gave us i'd be like uh yes i have that i definitely have that tie yeah and it definitely yeah. doesn't have you know <laughs>
0: like soup stain, like clam burrito sauce on it or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guacamole on it i i have it uh-huh well don't yeah. you think it would have made more sense to give them a ring i mean they know all their sizes this is the kind of stuff you get on a reality show what's in case they gotta buy them a shirt for something or they have to you know buy them a bathing suit like yeah give them a ring that they well, put on their we, right hand
1: you're totally right because as we have we as we've seen from the first two episodes, now the only thing that that matters is seeing is seeing them in some kind of beach swimwear. Mm-hmm. So you would think that he would be like, "Here, take this swim these swim trunks." Oh yeah See, <laughs>
0: take these swim trunks. Take this speedo. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but even like a ring would make more sense. You know, like something that's a- just not so
1: like l- laborious. Uh, to take off and put on yeah you know like Like, when he took it off i was like well at least he's just taking one off now but still it was like i just felt so bad because it was humiliating because he had to like pull up the collar take him off and then when the guy you know when the guy who who ends up going getting eliminated drives away he has still has like kind of a popped up collar and it's Mm -hmm. just like i felt so bad for him
0: yeah where a ring would make much more sense yeah a ring would make much more sense. Anyway. Oh my God. Uh how have you been, Lori Roddenkamp? Everyone should know we're actually recording these rather close together than the last time we just finished episode one. And Lori and I have been talking. In fact, uh, it's so funny that we 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 we, rec- we just talked for like half an hour right now because I was working on something. She was rewatch she was rewatching the episode. I was hearing it in the background. And which by the way, did you have the temptation to um to talk to me about the episode while you were watching it, yeah, I, I kept pointing to you, say you like, didn't oh.
1: hear me. I was like whispering things because I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's that's interesting. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's, that's weird that they did that right there." That guy's
0: yeah, I kept wanting to go like, uh, Because there's there some... I don't even want to say them now. There were some key elements said uh. during the episode that I was like... You know what's so funny is we analyzed episode one over the course of five episodes. Now, I will be honest. I think we could have done it in four. Yeah. But, it, but I do think it did require multiple episodes to analyze. This one, I mean, there's a few things to analyze, but most of it is a lot of fluff.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's like... That's because the producers, the all-female producers, were like, what do we need to make this show great? Get Robert in a bathing suit. Yeah, for
0: (laughs) some reason, again, it's that weird thing where I'm like, first of all, a lot of them are in fantastic shape. But um, particularly Brandon, you could argue, is in better shape than Robert. But again, we've we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Again there's this weird thing when you when you do a show in a heteronormative construct that it does doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. Uh yeah. and again for a heterosexual relationship like the ba- show like the bachelor or the bachelorette, that makes total sense because it's a different body type that all these men are attracted to and it's only one of them, okay? Or yeah. vice versa, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think, and also, uh, I mean, not to be, I'm not saying, Rob, Robbie wasn't, there was no incident with Robbie, but this whole ep, this whole second episode, I was looking at Robbie, and I was like, I, like, remember broadening last episode was mm-hmm. so, like, kind of, like, like closed off, and we, we were, like, speculating that it had something to do with the fact that he knows that Robert is a, you know, male escort who mm-hmm. will eat dried up, you know sperm yeah. if you send it to him mm-hmm. um so he he was like kind of like really secretive but robbie in his confessional in the first episode said i don't like men with blue eyes i like men that are like eyes are so dark you can see you can't even see their soul or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. and it was like and robert has blue eyes and so you, i I was like shocked that this second episode they don't even address it mm-hmm. when they have been all like they mentioned it in passing again in the second in the beginning of the second episode that Paul again has said that he doesn't like men that are short that are uh, f- over 511 which mm-hmm. he did not say yeah but Robbie said this one thing and nobody's addressing it not even Robbie
0: well you know what's so funny is we hate in others what we see in ourselves because yeah. the reason i bring that up and i don't want to tip my hand because i do know what happens in this show but it does seem that robert is very drawn to the shorter guys on this show you know like for instance as we all talk about in a second uh well let's actually let me do cuz we're not doing any kind of casual banter let me let me get into the show now and then let me let me get to this point all right okay Alright, this week Eric accuses Chad of making a pass at him. Chad blows up and makes a million bird references. The guys share a day at the beach with Robert where Eric and Dylan open, open up to Robert about who they don't like in the house. Robert confronts Chad which sets him off in a tailspin. During a volleyball game at the beach team the team Robets beat the nice guys and win some extra time with Robert at the beach. Robert chooses Justin as the team MVP which earns Justin a solo date with Robert and Justin chooses Jason from the other team for the other solo date with Robert. Back at the house, Chad pulls Eric aside to yell at him and then Chad and Sam get drunk in the hot tub and yell at all the rest of the guys. Later in the night, Chad packs his bags, ready to quit the show, but changes his mind for Robert. On the solo dates, Justin and Robert design their own colognes, and Justin gets a kiss, while Jason and Robert go to a spa and sit in a salt room, and Jason gets a firm handshake. Both men feel like they have real chemistry with Robert, but at the tie ceremony, Robert decides to keep chad and sends home jason because jason and robert just don't have any chemistry um now laurie i'm about to ask you to name something you liked about the episode so really think about that right now but the point i was going to make is it seemed like look at right now chad caused all this drama see robert seemed very upset with it and very consumed with it but because chad used the hashtag flexible uh robert was like all right i'm gonna give you another chance
1: I See, I don't even think that that's the case. I think, honestly, I think everybody's making it seem like Eric made this big tell-all. Like, he was like Charlie, where he, like, brought up issues in the house. He did exactly what Charlie did. He said that there were issues yes. that somebody made him feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. He didn't say who it was. Yep. He didn't say anything about what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And then he left it at that. And And it was like, so I would say, to be honest with you, yeah, I think... Um you know uh uh Robert really doesn't have like he doesn't know all the other dra- extra drama that came along with it. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I don't think he would have picked. I think Eric should have done more and said like this is what Chad did to me. Like yeah. I don't understand why he felt okay talking about it on like outside of Robert, but he didn't feel about you know, if this guy if this guy really made you feel uncomfortable, the first thing I would do would be A tell a producer but B also tell Robert you know but he didn't do any of that and then still chad acted like he was being you
0: know oh i think eric may have told the per- i think we need the per- a the canary in it- a coal mine yeah mind. i think the person we need to talk to is eric like we were gonna talk to this justin what does justin have to say oh justin he justin's was- the worst he was <laughs> he was so taken by this cologne and then he got a kiss and then justin does that weird thing with his face have you noticed that every time he says something then he purses his lips together like really yeah. tight almost like he's like like he locked like like you know when people do that thing where they lock their lips with a key to think they're not going to tell a secret it's like he actually has a real lock and actually really locked his lips and that nothing can get out
1: yeah well yeah i mean the kiss i love how robert said he's a good kisser and the kiss was like you know i mean i've given my dad better kisses okay, well wait,
0: wait, wait, hold on oh, okay <laughs> wait hold on hold on what i was <laughs> What I was, go- what I was going <laughs> to say was, let's talk about these in each little moment. But I, I do want to come back to that because they <laughs> clearly you know- shared a very romantic. Yes, it wasn't all like wet and sloppy, sloppy with with tongue and everything that kiss, but it was a very romantic kiss. So I think no. I want to go back to the idea that you you kiss your father more romantically than Robert and Justin.
1: He did, but they didn't. They didn't kiss romantically. They, the only thing that was semi-romantic was that Robert put his hand on the back of uh, Justin's head. But if you actually look at the kiss, the kiss was, like, so uncomfortable. Like, both of them bare- didn't open their mouths at all. They kept their lips pursed. I mean, they barely ki- – like, they, well, it that was almost like ju- they were told they had to kiss, and they were like, well, I don't really want to do that.
0: That seems to be just Justin's go-to, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well also it's just like I have a feeling to me here's what I what I don't like about Justin is I have a feeling that at some point the producers were like hey guys just so you know like this show's going to run for a million years Mm because obviously we have gold you know obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) obviously this is a runaway train and we're going to be making like 40 of these yeah and this is going to be just as popular as The bachelor so uh, we're obviously looking for people in the cast to take on the next Prince Charming because you know how the bachelor and the bachelor always find somebody from the previous episode show to move on as the bachelor bachelorette mm-hmm. and so i guarantee you Justin was like well that's going to be me i'm going to be the next prince charming
0: it's so, so funny I- that you said there were rumors i know who it is but i don't want to tip my hand till this person is their storyline finishes in the show but there was already a uh a, a, a chosen one for that
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because I feel like Justin the the whole time Justin is playing this, he's he's playing it like he tr- he he wants us to believe that he likes Robert, but he's playing it at two camera, so it's like he's trying to be more like presentable to camera than he is in to robert so it's like when he kissed when robert kissed like they, he always had to make sure that his head was the right way and he mm-hmm. you know so i think it's just like he i don't think he truly likes robert i think he's just using the the scenario to push forward so he can become the next prince charming
0: yeah i know I, I understand what you're saying but the point i'm making is that we're jumping ahead of ourselves right here what's one thing you liked about the episode
1: um oh boy i uh i I liked the volleyball game. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was fun. I thought that uh it was it was fun to see like a bunch of guys get super competitive i always I always enjoyed that because it's like you know I think guys just are can take any any fun thing and just make it super you know mm-hmm. unnecessarily competitive yeah but yeah,
0: I like the beach volleyball game all right uh let me see what I liked um the one thing I liked about the episode, well I I'm, I'm a big fan of drama, right? So I actually did enjoy and did find compelling the whole Chad Eric drama. I guess what was frustrating was that there was clearly missing information that they took out of the show. And yeah. I would love to talk to someone on the show who wouldn't mind spilling the beans on what that was because I'm I sure there's there some, of some kind of
1: legal thing that they had to sign once that happened. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's something where they had to be like they had to like sweep it under the rug. Hmm. For legal reasons, I so know. I mean, I would love to talk. If there's somebody out there who would love to talk about it, I would love to talk about it. But I'm I'm almost positive so that these. L- let me. No. S-
0: I'm going to see if this uh, after Buzz TV's Jay Ellis knows anybody who would talk to me off the record about what was going on. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, we could distort their voice or something. No, 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 no. They just talk to me and give me the tea. Oh, oh I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean the the Chad Chad's reaction. I'm not saying look, I'm not saying guys should be sexual harassers, but I feel like we should take clips from Chad's reaction to what happened and just do like a, a how to not react if you sexually harass somebody. Well, I'm going <laughs> like, to
0: tell you something, Laurie. I have those clips. I have all the clips from Chad oh my and God. the fight and the reaction and everything like that. And we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a listen to that. But let's actually. Let's actually discuss the show kind of beat by beat. Okay, okay. so in the, in the first act, what we see it's the next morning after the tie, and the boys are regrouping from the night before, and they're all just kind of hanging out. and And we start seeing that you know people have you know they've changed their mind. They had first impressions about people, and uh, and then it gets to Chad, and Chad says that you know he didn't feel so hot about Eric at first. But he's since changed his mind. And that's, that's actually what sets the whole ball rolling here. All right? Yeah. Here we go.
2: I feel like I'm learning more about you. My first impression. Is-
0: this is Chad talking to Eric.
2: Okay. You. I thought that.
0: In front of the entire group
2: around the couches. I'm hiding something. Evil.
0: Evil?
2: <laughs> no, but I, no, no. Evil, but Eric? But it's, I, I was, it was a complete misconception. First impressions aren't
0: necessarily the right ones. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay? Uh-huh. You know and I even feel Eric later on will hear it kind of a he's trying to give Chad a way out right and say like you know Chad was very, very drunk, okay and uh that might explain his behavior all right yeah and uh and so maybe let's even say that's true, but don't you think that if let me put it this way if I had made a pass the way Eric now, by the way, I, I 1000% believe Eric. I'm I'm not about the sheer audacity of Chad. If I had made a pass at Eric the way Chad did and I was so rejected in the way he was, you know, I would do all my best just to to avoid that person, but it's like now it's like Chad is bringing attention like he's putting he's putting Eric in he's he's making it so that Eric can confront him with this. Where I would just almost ignore Eric in hopes that Eric never brings it up. Does that make sense? Why oh, yeah. would you open but why would you open up yourself to this?
1: See the thing is, is this is a classic narcissistic abuser. This guy, Chad this guy, Chad, is trying to spin the tables. He thinks that he's gonna get ahead of it and he's gonna kind of put it on Eric. Like, that's why he said, I thought you were hiding something evil. He's trying to make people in the group think that, oh, Eric's the one that's hiding something, Uh not
0: Chad. So that if Eric comes forward, then.
1: Yeah. So when Eric comes forward, he can be like, well, you're crazy, man. You obviously are upset with me because I said I didn't like you from the beginning. And so that and that's exactly what he does. So So you can tell that this is literally Chad's first move Mm -hmm. he is trying to get ahead of this because he he thought he thought when he went up to you know whatever the scenario was that eric says he thought when he went up to eric eric was gonna go yeah let's do it i'm Mm -hmm. ready and eric was obviously not interested and so chad is now spinning his wheels going like i need to i need to
3: redirect the scenario
0: all right listen further
3: sometimes i feel uncomfortable
0: around you this is eric talking to chad by the way for sure okay and i think eric you know it hasn't come to a head yet i think eric is being very very nicer than he should be yeah well
1: see that's that's what i don't understand Mm -hmm. is is it's like i again i believe eric i believe what he's saying why would you know it's like why would he lie sort of thing but what i don't understand is how sensitive he's being if somebody did that to me and i didn't want that to happen i would be telling yeah, everybody yeah, matter but, of fact but
0: hold on for a second this is where i think the show is being a little bit dishonest do you think it's one of these things where in the morning remember this is the morning eric took a producer aside and told the producer this is what happened and and the producer's like okay okay i'll talk to the big boss about this let's see what happens and so eric is playing it nice, waiting to see how the wheels of justice within the show work out.
1: But see why, but I, what I don't understand is if that's the case, then like, why would you be quiet about it? Like, I, I wouldn't do that. If, if, if I was willing to tell a producer, then I would be willing to talk about it in the group. And also, like you said, Chad's the one who kind of started everything going. Cause I, if we, I, if he had just kept his mouth shut, I don't, Eric might not have been like, Hey, you did this to me. But it, Chad was like trying to be like, "Well, you're, you know, I think Eric's the crazy one." Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: All right, hold on. So, I all don't right, know. All right. I just feel like Eric is doing being too nice all for right. some reason, and go. it's fishy. It,
3: it's just a feeling, you know? Likewise. I mean, I'm because sure more will I, be
0: revealed. The night See, I think sure, I'm sure more will be revealed. I this cuz I think he went to the producers. I'm telling you.
1: i mean i'm sure he did but it's like but then why didn't he say it out like what what did it did the producer say you can't talk about it or you can't like i don't understand why he wouldn't
0: say something maybe the producer said listen uh bring it up with robert at the beach and robert will deal with it who know i don't know i don't know but then he doesn't even bring it up with robert he he just says there are
1: people he says people make him feel uncomfortable he doesn't say what happened all right. He's being
3: he's being deliberately secretive about it. All right, let, let's move on. After elimination. I was alone in the kitchen and Chad comes into the room. And then all of a sudden like, you know, he's got his hands in his pants.
0: It's a little too overly sexual. And that See, okay, maybe he didn't tell producer but but you know what? They maybe maybe they woke up in the morning and they already did their confessionals. You know, they pre-taped yeah. their confessionals. And so he's already known he said this in the confessional. All right. Moment when I started feeling the most uncomfortable around Chad. Yeah. I
2: think the fact of the matter is we really don't.
0: Okay, so now they're back. That was the confessional, but now we're back at the couches. Okay. Okay. From a play.
2: Know each other. No, we don't. And all we know is just, like, first impression.
3: But I do have gut feelings, and I listen to my gut. I felt like initially you didn't like me. That's not true at all. You I just, know, I, I give I know every... I, it's, you know. I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt when I meet them. I don't... Okay,
0: let's stop there for a second. So
1: that's classic, again, because now Chad is trying to make him feel guilty mm-hmm. and saying and basically gaslighting him and just saying, like, what you thought you saw it maybe isn't what you saw, and maybe you just don't like me. And then that puts Eric on the
0: defensive. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Chad is just – Chad gives me the skeevies.
0: Well, I think Chad has a – this is what I think. <clears throat> I wasn't there. I don't know. I feel – I also feel it's very classic alcoholic maneuver. Where it's, he has a drinking problem, you know, and he got really, really drunk and he feels regret the next day. And so it's easier for him. I mean, so he remembers this. It's probably not something he would have done while he was sober, but he remembers it. And so now he's trying to cover his track, so to speak. And yeah. so, uh, and so, yeah, he's trying to manipulate the person, which alcoholics often do, to make to put it on the other person. I actually have to, I, I know you disagree with me on this, but I actually have to admire Eric for the way he is trying to defuse a situation, but still stick to his guns. But I don't understand
1: why he wants to defuse the situation. If If Chad did what he said and made him feel uncomfortable, I would just say it. Dude, you you grabbed your junk in front of me and made me feel, and it was really overtly sexual. Why did you do that? Like, just say it and just get it out there. And then, like, he says it. He says it in private, and Chad goes crazy. If he had said it in public, and everybody can see the reaction that Chad had, Mm -hmm. like, I think we would be. It would be a different. The, the show would have taken a different route But Eric keeps things deliberately secretive For no reason And chooses when to say it And I think he's doing that because he wants to play the game he I, don't wants to, so. I,
3: don't I don't think so I don't think he so.
1: feels like he wants to keep it he, He's not doing it He's not saying things because he wants to You know, announce that Oh, this guy Chad did something to me And made me feel uncomfortable He's doing it because he wants to play the game In a, in a certain way
0: I I think I 100% disagree with you. I okay. 100% disagree with you. I think where what we are seeing here is the intersection of the show business part of the production side and then the show. And I feel Eric realizes the smartest strategy on the show, on the game show part of it, is to not cause drama. He doesn't want to be the person who causes drama. But see, you're
1: just saying what I'm saying, is that he's doing it for Uh, the show.
0: Okay, you're right, but maybe I don't disagree with you. Maybe maybe I'm just saying like I, I disagree with your take on that. And um, the other thing that I would say, though, is I think... Now, again, this is all speculation. Neither one of us is in Eric's head, okay? No, or Chad's. Or Chad's, okay? But I do think that Eric feels like he put it in the in the laps of the producers. They have the information, and the producers will deal with it directly. And so I think he's like, I've I've already done what I need to do. You know what? To be honest with you, and, I, and I'm going to be – just trust me here, Lori. You have to trust me. Okay? okay. You and I had a conversation, not about this directly, but about uh, people who are involved in um, uh, accusations of sexual misconduct, okay? Yes. And I think in that case, like, we know who the Eric is. We know who the Chad is. You're friends with the quote-unquote Chad, okay? Yes. And – And it feels like, on that case, you're on my side of the whole thing. Um, how do you mean? In that I feel you wish that instead of putting this out in public, that that the Eric character would have dealt with it privately through the proper channels.
1: Oh, yeah. But I will say that that... It, if this was a reality show, mm-hmm. I might have a different take on it just because I feel like I see. I don't know. I feel like the 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 Eric is is using this as a way to get Chad eliminated from the show, mm-hmm. but not off the show. If that makes sense. Like, I think he's using it so he can, so he can tell Robert and Robert can kick him off the show, Mm -hmm. but he's not using it. So he can tell the producers and the producers can say, Hey, you're not supposed to, you can't sexually harass people. You have to leave. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't
1: think, I think he's doing it specifically for the show.
0: I don't know why Lori continues to disagree with me. She knows I'm right. I just say she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, or she's hiding a secret.
1: Joe is such an asshole I mean it's like anytime I bring up something That is a good point He's always like oh let me explain it For people who don't understand Or oh that's a good point uh, But I 100% disagree But then I'm gonna agree with you on everything about it Except for my opinions. better I swear to fucking god You know what I'm gonna kill him It ends tonight well, first I'm going to have a burrito and then I'm going to kill him.
0: (laughs) I think Lori's going to kill me.
1: Okay. Um... I talked to my mom. I'm not going to kill Joe, but I was close. You know, I I always keep a pack of knives with me and I was close (laughs) to killing him. But I think the thing that I'm really going to do is I'm going to stick my finger up my vagina and then stick it in his Coke can. <laughs> I think that's really what's going to get him.
4: I'm actually a pig. I'm a pig trapped in a boy's body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just do it if you play at the same time. They'll play. Oh, really? Yeah, try it. Watch. Oh, okay. Try it with one of the Taylor ones. Well, hello, nurse. <laughs> Two dollars for a bottle of water. <laughs> If Silky sees Sugar struggling, wow, try saying that five times fast. <laughs> I only have two show clips. Cheyenne Jackson's arms. <laughs> but you're making me want to pull more audio clips from the show now. I know. Joanne Worley. <laughs> Michael Worley. <laughs> All right, so let's move on with the show. All right. So uh, the, the boys get a letter slash a clue that Chad re- gets, and they read it, and they're going to spend a day at the beach. And then there's a weird thing where Robbie's wearing Brandon's shorts. I don't remember that. Oh,
1: yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't get that. Also, it was like, it wasn't a clue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was just a yeah, letter. I kept saying, like, oh, I found a clue. And then everybody's like, we found a clue. And then it was just a letter with instructions. Yeah, by the like, way, Like, that's typed. not a
0: clue. Typed. Like it wasn't even handwritten, so you're like, oh yeah. pro- a producer just wrote this all right, next, uh they're at the beach, and everyone just fawns over Robert as he walks out of the beach like walks out of the water towards them and then but but then Eric pulls Robert aside and says he was feeling uncomfortable around Chad, so I, you started talking about this, but give me your feelings on this.
1: Well, first off, can I just say, how long did, did Robert have to wait at the edge of the beach
0: before people started walking up so he could pretend like he was walking out of the beach?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah, you know that he was just waiting in the water and then they had to have a PA like signal to him that they're getting close.
1: He was like he was dry. He yeah. was not wet. Yeah. Like he was like he was like definitely dry and they were like and he was walking up and they're like oh my god look at him and it's like he's been waiting there for 45 minutes
0: well yeah partially because if he actually walked out of the beach his penis would be shrunken from the cold water yeah. so they wanted to get a nice chub shot of his underwear so they had oh him, yeah. yeah 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 and then they just probably wet his hair with like a spray or something
1: so um i i don't know i don't feel like i don't feel eric really pulled chad as, or really pulled robert aside i feel like robert pulled Eric aside and oh, was he? like he he did the exact same thing that he did with Charlie. Yes, he goes, you're
0: right. You're right. I know. I, have, I literally have Charlie question mark written down.
1: He goes, uh, how is everything going at the house? And then Eric says, well, there are some peop- uh, people who made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. See, now my whole thing is, I don't know. I don't remember how uh, he got to Chad. Did he say Chad's name? Because... Oh, okay. He did say Chad's name. Cause for a moment I thought he said, there's a guy who's making me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then I felt like Robert said Chad. So I was like, how did Robert know that Chad was the one, mm-hmm. you know? But then, um, yeah. So I, I, it just goes to show you that like, you know, he, he, if you're
0: cute, he'll yes, let anything Exactly, pass. Exactly. Because, Char- by the way, he asked Charlie a direct question. Charlie answered, in, in a more vague way than Robert or Dylan did, was just like, oh, you know what, to be honest with you, between me and you, there aren't people yeah. who are here for the right reasons they are causing trouble. And he's just like, Charlie used his time with me yeah. to talk about other contestants. And I'm not here for that. I want I want you to be focused on me.
1: If anything, I would be more upset because, like at the at the beach, Mm -hmm. you know, Robert pulls him aside and is like trying to flirt with him, and and he's like, "So." See, the thing is, is I feel like robert's how are things going at the house is almost like you know when you see somebody at work and you're like walking past them and you're like hey how are you like you don't expect them to go oh let me tell you about my day like you (laughs) expect you expect them to go like good how are you and then you say good not even like looking at them and you Mm -hmm. both go on your way yeah but like i think both times now (laughs) guys have answered him honestly yeah. and i think it throws him because he's which to me it's just like i think he should learn stop asking what's happening at the house <laughs> but he's gonna keep doing it because he's an a- idiot <laughs> and so uh so anyway so i yeah i think that he i think he didn't expect that to happen and so i think he honestly and also it's like i don't necessarily feel like he should have called chad out at that moment like i think he should have I think if he was if he genuinely cared about Eric and he genuinely wanted to figure out what was going on and he he says he cares about Chad, mm-hmm. I would have had it where I sat down with Chad and Eric and I would have had a conversation and said, hey, guys, let's let's clear the air. What ha- what happened? Like, let's get get it out in the open. And then I would have done that because then it's like then you can see you you find out the information. You know, as opposed to just walking up to Chad and being like, be nice. And then walking away.
0: Yeah. Well, don't you think he would have given Chad the same benefit of the doubt and gone to Chad and said, like, hey, everything going on? How's everything going in the house? And then if Chad answered fine, okay, Chad's the troublemaker. But if Chad said, honestly, this happened and you're like, "Okay," then we need to have a summit where I, I sit them both down. Yeah. But he just because if you think about it, he took Eric's word for it. You know? Yeah. And so he was like be nice but he doesn't even know the truth of the matter. And you're right, yeah. Eric was very vague. Eric know? was
1: very vague. And so but <laughs> can I just say this is what we're going to get to this later on too, but one of my one of my favorite things about this whole thing is that so uh, eventually we find out Eric and Eric tells Chad what why he why isn't why he's uncomfortable with him and Chad blows up. Yeah. But the entire time show Chad still has no freaking idea who told Robert that he's
0: feeling. (laughs) Even when he's yelling at Eric, he's like, (laughs) "I'm yelling, but I don't know who fucking told Robert." And I'm like, (laughs) when when Eric is using the exact
1: language that Robert told Chad (laughs) was happening, Eric goes, "You made Chad made me feel uncomfortable with some of his actions," and then Robert goes to Chad and goes. Uh, somebody saying that you made them feel uncomfortable with your actions and then when he talks when Chad talks to Eric Eric goes you made me feel uncomfortable well, with your actions and gonna... then Chad and goes who did it
0: <laughs> I don't know why Lori insists on talking about things that we're obviously going to cover in about five minutes on the show it's like she thinks we're not going to get to that audio I guess it's going to be redundant when we actually play that clip guys episode three
1: was lit we gotta get to it we gotta start talking about episode three
0: <laughs> i want this show to be over <laughs> okay um oh yes yeah, so anyway you're right robert does go up to chad and he tells him hey be nice and then chad fucking you see his face change oh.
1: which by the way is like Again, just a perfect example of how not to react to to criticism. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like Chad, in every instance, was like, you know, he people have been walking on eggshells. Even Jason, who's his friend, Mm -hmm. you could tell he was like. But I will say one of the things that I also loved about this was just the like completely like veiled, like just see through way that he him and Chad got together Mm -hmm. because they're at the beach. And then Chad, like, wraps his mini towel around mm-hmm. Robert and goes, doesn't this feel warm? And Robert's like, yeah, it feels warm. And it's like, how? What part <laughs> of your body
0: is yeah. being warm? A right? wet wet swimsuit against a dry one. It feels warm. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Then what happened? And then Dylan pulls Robert aside. And he's the same thing. He starts telling on Sam. And he's telling, you know, Rob, Robert what a horrible person Sam is. By the way, Sam doesn't get yelled at.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and also that was unprompted, wasn't yeah. it? Or did Dylan at, did Robert actually? No, ask di- him, now, like,
0: Dylan full on chases Robert. Dylan actually yeah. goes after Robert to tell That's him That's right.
1: Him. Dylan Well, Dylan just like doesn't like Sam, which to be honest with you, I feel like more people should be talking about how crazy Sam is. Yeah. Because Sam is just this, and this show, I feel like they kind of muted him, mm-hmm. but I have a feeling that he did a lot. He was a lot more crazier. Yeah. But can we also talk about how there's like three or four costume changes on this beach that there they, are? they, yeah. They switch three three or four times. They do they do the beach scene, mm-hmm. then they then they change for the for the volleyball game oh, and then they change, yeah. and then when the winning team, then the winning team that wins, they change for the for the, you know, fireside chat oh, or you're whatever. You're right. They're
0: not still in their beach outfit. You're right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Lori noticing the things. Well, speaking of the volleyball game, um, there's two teams. Why does Joe think I don't
1: notice things? Like, obviously I'm picking up on stuff. I mean, sure, I completely missed that whole interaction between Dylan and Robert. But, I mean, I still notice things.
0: That's weird. Lori noticed three costume changes. She hasn't changed her outfit in 11 years. <laughs> all right back at the at the volleyball game there are two teams uh first there's a team the Robettes and that includes Eric, Justin, Robbie, Brendan, and Dylan, okay.
1: Yeah, which I mean is it, it like, uh, and as we've as we gather from the show, is like
0: uh, the dream team. That is a dream team. Yeah, those are like the most popular athletic ones. guys. Yeah. And then the other team are the nice guys. Which, by the way, only three of the five are nice. It's Chad, Paul, Danique, Jason, and Sam. I wouldn't um,
1: even say. I wouldn't even say Danique is really nice. I think Danique, like, is just quiet. But every single time he opens his mouth, he has something negative to say. So I don't, I don't want to really even say Danique is nice. I would say the only Lori
0: Laurie hates black people. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, they play really one of the most pathetic games of all I've ever seen in my entire life. But the Robets win with the help of the more athletic ones on Team Robbie, and they get some extra time with Robert. Which to me, that's the punishment. If you're asking oh, me, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah. well, also I I love I I will say the one thing I loved is just how unathletic Paul was. Yeah. Like Paul, <laughs> and they even had to call it out because Paul Paul was just like struggling, and it's yeah. like. You know, I mean, I feel like somebody should have made a joke that, like, you know, the uh, the 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 net was taller than five feet eleven inches, so he he, <laughs> or you know,
0: yeah, he liked it too much. Um, all right, back at the house, Chad is pissed off and telling anyone who will listen he's ready to quit the show. And then, uh, right then, and we're gonna we're gonna start with this audio clip. It's about three minutes. And we're gonna analyze it to death. Uh, right then is when um is when... Oh, you know, I don't even think we finished analyzing the other stuff. Let me see. That, that you're a bad person. I don't think that... Oh, we never finished <laughs> analyzing the thing at the couch. Let's finish with that, and then we're going to go immediately into when... uh when uh, the the Robets, including Eric, walk back into the house, Here we go. Like, but this is them at the capstone. I feel like well, I'm learning also, more about you. My oh, first, wait, I don't know what happened there. All right. Yeah. Oh,
1: I was gonna say. Oh, well. Also, we have to keep in mind that as soon as the losing team gets back to the house, they get mad at the winning team for being a winning team. They're like, they globbed on onto each other. That's not fair. And yeah. it's almost like when Sam said that, I was like, or I think no, Jason said that. I was like, I would have been like, hey, like. <laughs> What, what? What are we? Yeah, and so they like immediately start hating on the losing team on the winning team just because they're they're more athletic, uh-huh. and that's like Sam's big thing. All
0: right, here we go. We're just waiting for the audio to start. Here, here we go. When they when they walk in. Uh- this is this is the winning team walking in. On Chaz just said he wants to quit the show, and they walk into the house. I feel like I'm learning more
2: about you. My first impression of you, wait, wait, I stop, thought stop, that stop, you were fighting. I
0: don't know why it does that. Okay, here we go. They didn't miss us. The mood isn't great when we get back to the house. You know, you have the losing team that's upset that they didn't win, but we were still excited. We're still in the house. So it was just like.
3: We
4: weren't there, so we need to know. Rub it in,
3: boys. Well, I will say this: he is dreamy. So dream.
4: They had a really great time with Robert, and I'm so jealous. I wish I was there. Did he pick your
3: MVP
2: of the team? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so we're hearing that Justin won, and during all this, I didn't edit it down is you, maybe you might hear it it's chad whispering to eric that he wants to talk to oh, him it's not, I'm excited, oh, yeah. I'm excited. Me, as soon
1: as chad gets as soon as chad sees eric he goes can i talk to you i want to talk to you can i yeah. talk to you hey and it's like everybody's having a conversation and chad is like three people away from eric and he keeps
0: leaning over going eric 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 eric, eric, eric. Yeah. And you can tell chad trying to ignore him i mean eric trying to ignore him at first yeah. he's just like uh so,
2: Mr. MVP, you now get to pick from our
4: team who gets to I do. have a date, have you decided yet? Um, yeah I
0: have I actually have no idea right now so here it comes. we're missing the whisper go into your
3: deciding factor on who gets yeah. the date
4: I don't know I'm going to need to I gonna need to consult with my and
0: teammates to no yeah. talk to you. Wait, wait. Wait. okay you kind of right.
3: yeah well one
1: of the things I, I think is, is so funny in this episode that morning, is that like I think like this uh, this part and then the part where they sit down and Sam and chatter in the in the jacuzzi is you can tell that they are given like a set script like, they're like, you have to say these things. Mm-hmm. So, in, in, this, in this scene, but Chad and Sam, and mostly Chad, is so disruptive that they have to, like, basically, in such a, a, a terrible segue, figure out a way to, like, jam in mm-hmm. what they're trying to get to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I thought that was really funny.
0: Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let me bring the volume back up one
3: do you remember the night after elimination all right you came into
0: the kitchen and you had your hand in your pants okay this is eric just eric's now telling chad why he feels uncomfortable privately away from the group all right
2: I had my hand down my pants.
3: And you were talking about the pool room. You were like, it's cooler over in the pool room. We should go over to the pool room. Come with me over to the pool room. To you? Yes. Are you out of your
2: fucking mind? Okay. I mean, if you... Do you think I'm attracted to you? Or, what, what, is that
0: what you think? Now, this is the part where I think Eric should have stood up for himself. Yeah, apparently. You know? I can't tell if Lori's there or not.
1: Sorry, sorry. I muted myself because uh, somebody was trying to call me and it kept oh. ringing for some reason. Um... uh. so um wait sorry could you repeat that sorry about that
0: um I said that um Eric has just confessed to him why it is and and like Chad asks him oh why do you think I'm attracted to you and and Eric for some reason said yeah I think you are attracted to me that's clearly why you did this but he kind of brushes it off
1: yeah yeah again very kind of like not really like overtly like, mm-hmm. even when he confronts him about it, he's being, like, very, like, okay, all right.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think he wants to quell it. All right, here we go.
3: Oh, but, I mean, I, it, that happened. I didn't no. dream it. No, Chad takes the stance of he's going to just say that never happened. I think maybe the reason why is because he was just a little drunk.
0: You see, he's giving him an out there. He's giving him an out. And if I were Chad, I would just take him out. And yeah, like it won't happen again. Well, see,
1: that's the thing is, but if you take the out, then you're sort, then he's sort of admitting it. He, he, it, this is again classic narcissistic behavior. He has to not only completely deny it, but now it's like he has to prove that Eric's the crazy one. But because Eric's not like sort of in, engaging it with him, it's like mm-hmm. you know, it's just making him even more upset.
0: Yeah, well, you're reminding me of. Have you ever heard the narcissist prayer? No, what is that? Okay, I'm gonna read it to you. Um I see it online all the time and it's it's so true. Uh Narcissist Prayer. That didn't happen, and if it did, it wasn't that bad. And if it was, that's not a big deal. And if it is, that's not my fault. And if it was, I didn't mean it. And if I did, you deserved it.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's actually really great. Yeah, that's a that's it but that's exactly what Chad's doing right now.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Maybe a lot drunk. Not only that, we have a canary in the house. Oh, this is the first. <laughs> is this the first reference to the canary? No, I think he's done it in confessionals earlier, but we're, we're here to... He did yeah. it in confessionals, but also... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he
1: He will not let this canary thing die.
0: No, he doesn't. He does not. He does not.
2: I was approached by Robert on the beach, and obviously someone has chirped in his ear like a canary with false oh, information someone said that i was being mean to everybody in the house and crazy.
0: Creating- and i like how eric sitting there staring at him and chad is going like okay fine fine you said this but i'm gonna tell you something we have a rat
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: but also like And he mentions it like a couple other times because I didn't really pick up on it before. Mm -hmm. But he mentions it a couple other times where he's like, there's like one or two guys in the house that don't like me. And I don't know who I don't know who the other guy is. And it's like, there's one guy. (laughs) There's one guy. And he's literally been telling you from the beginning of the episode. He's been. And also, it's like he's been talking like a parrot the entire time, like. I love Denique
3: when he's Oh, we'll get to it. Yeah. A drama. I just think that you're inappropriate. It never happened. If you want to stick with that story, that's you can do that. Your story is false.
2: That's, I never ever came on to you.
3: Okay, like you need to calm down.
2: You're a fucking liar, dude. Are you out of your fucking
3: mind? Chad, no, I'm not, but I'm beginning to wonder if you are because of the way you're being with me right now.
2: You don't
0: exist to me. Bye. Okay, that's the end of that conversation. But like again, I know you and I differ here. I admire the way Eric's behaving. To be honest with you,
1: but see, I think he, I think he behaved better. I think he behaved well in this scenario because it's like when you're in when you're in a um a toxic like a, environment where it's like the other person's kind of like being very aggressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to be calm. And collected. So I do feel like he did he did a good job in this scenario. Mm-hmm. What my problem is is that I don't feel like again, I don't feel like he's doing that. He's doing it, I think he's doing it for the show. I don't mm-hmm. think he's doing it because he wants he has some like, you know, moral high ground and he thinks that this is, you know, hey, I really I think you did this, and I think you should be punished for it. And I think this isn't a good thing. He's doing it, I think to stir up drama to get Chad crazy and then Mm. to kind of see how it goes.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, here we go.
3: I don't think telling Robert about Chad is anything but just being really genuine and honest.
0: Are you decompressed now? (laughs) No, he's not. Okay, so now this is Paul, Jason and Chad in the kitchen talking about what's happened since he confronted Eric.
2: I want my mom. (laughs) I have Jason here, thank God. Jason and I have known each other for seven years, and he's the one guy
0: that I know that I can count. Hasn't Jason said, like, I know Chad, but, like, not very well?
1: Yeah, I think it's – have you ever had one of those people who, like, you sort of know through, like, like vaguely, but then they're constantly, like, you're my best friend, I love you so much, like, whenever they see you? I have that all.
0: Lori constantly thinks that we're closer than we are. She's just the person I used to see around the comedy clubs. I don't know why she thinks we're, like, best friends.
1: Joe and I had a child together (laughs) we never talked about it he won't bring it up (laughs) but no I I, so I think that Chad is like glomming up but you can even see Jason is just like I don't want to deal with this like he's mm-hmm. just like I, I don't I don't want to be your confidant I don't want to deal you know he's trying to be supportive mm-hmm. but he's like I don't want to deal with this
0: yeah. scenario yeah I'm trying to do well in the game I, well he doesn't want to be dragged down by Chad But also it's
1: like, I mean, everybody's being truthful. It's like, you know, Chad is just taking this and running with it. But the thing is, is again, this is a narcissist, like a narcissistic prayer. This is a narcissist screaming out because he is like, I need to be, I need to not only... Be proven right. I need Mm -hmm. Eric to be proven wrong. And so the fact that like nobody is jumping on his side is just driving him crazy. So he's just go. He's just essentially throwing shit at a wall now to see what sticks.
2: Yeah.
0: He said I stuck my hand on my pants. Maybe you scratched your balls. Okay. Now by the way, Jason just gives him the excuse. Chad never considered that. And then Jason gives him the excuse, and you'll hear in a confessional right now. Chad's like, maybe I just scratched my balls. You know. Here we go.
1: Yeah, but also it's like. to me see here's the thing here's what i don't get I, I don't again i will say i don't get eric the airway eric's dealing with this mm-hmm. but if eric did eventually disclose everything that he felt uncomfortable with chad mm-hmm. is as a person if so, if 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 you came up to me and you said hey Lori, you were like kind of grabbing your left boo mm-hmm. and like rubbing it a little bit and then you were, kept asking me if i wanted to go to chipotle and that just kind of made me feel uncomfortable and I would have been like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe." Like
0: <laughs> the other day, I was with Lori, and she kept grabbing her left boob and rubbing it, and she asked me if I wanted to go to Chipotle.
1: My boob itching and I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. I'm sorry. Um, so so like you would apologize right mm-hmm. like you would go like i if if let, let's say i wanted to make you uncomfortable like let's yeah. say i thought that was going to be something that you would be down for yeah. <laughs> and it didn't happen i would be like even if i wanted to downplay it i would mm-hmm. still be like oh that's not at all like what i was trying to do but i am so sorry that i made you feel that way mm-hmm. and you know i am and then i would just avoid you mm-hmm. but uh, chad goes the exactly wrong way and it's almost like it's like just just take the take it on the chin dude mm-hmm. just take it and if you like he made it so much worse for himself mm-hmm. because he just like refused to like and then also kept being like "May yeah then kept, then took jason's thing and was like maybe i scratched my balls and he was like looking at my balls and then like it was like okay all right Calm buddy. down yeah i scratched my balls like a canary
2: there <laughs> okay, we go Happened. And invited him to the pool house as if I was, like, asking him to hook up.
0: But doesn't everybody know that he and Sam went to go fuck in the pool house that la- but night But see, before? that's
1: the other thing that I don't understand is that all... Uh, what you're saying is these, all these people know that him and Sam went to fuck in the pool house. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why why are they being so like i don't know i don't know what happened with your you guys i don't know i don't know i wasn't there i don't know the scenario it's like well you guys know the scenario
0: well i don't know how many people know though that's that's true maybe, maybe oh you we don't, don't know, we don't know who knows at this point you know
1: oh,
4: okay dude like if i was scratching my balls and it insulted
2: him that's a
0: confessional
4: excuse the hell out of me i think that one of the things that you have to take into consideration is that it's not that serious of an accusation
0: it seems like a pretty serious accusation, yeah. especially in the context of the reality show.
4: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think you For me, serious. it is Okay, well, Chad, in the real grand scheme of oh, things, it's not that bad. serious. Quite frankly, I have no idea what's going on in Chad's head, but I think Chad is a great person. And I feel obliged to go over and help him to feel better. I don't want to be here
0: anymore. So now he... See, this, again, going with the narcissist route... If you really felt felt this, like you were being wrongly accused, I'd go to the producers, I would do this, but I wouldn't be the one who leaves. No. But I think because he feels guilty, he's like, I want to get out of here because I'm embarrassed.
1: Yeah, well, he feels like he, because basically all of his, every route that he's tried to take. So now he's trying to leave, like, take a stand of like, mm-hmm. I didn't do this and I'm being wrong. You know, it's like, it's class. Again, uh, he's basically just like painting himself into a corner. He's just an idiot.
4: Yeah. I don't want you to go home. I think that you have a really good shot at this, but you have completely taken the negative part of this situation and you have just like lit it on fire. I really, really, really care about your feelings, but this is exhausting. Go take a hot shower.
0: Take a bath. Jump in the pool. Chad is drunk. I will say Jason's dealing with a narcissist friend the, the way you probably should. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I have. I had a friend like this who she constantly would like call me crying. And it was like, you know, it was just eventually you just have to be like you had to be very kind of not cold, but sort of like, hey, you got to you got to like take a breather. You got to just try and like de-stress.
0: That friend was me. Me into an abyss of negativity.
4: I can't
1: do. Sorry, go. Just play the sound clip. It's fine.
2: Any single encounter I've had with Eric, you were around. Jason's like, let it go, let it go. Like, no, oh, you, you can't love, let
0: that go. Love oh love. my I, God, that is so funny <laughs> to me. You know, Jason is like the proverbial angel on the one shoulder, and Sam, <laughs> and Sam is the devil. He's yes, the that's devil. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jason's giving the most solid perfect advice the way you deal with that kind of friend then cut to no you gotta keep fighting with it. but that's <laughs> probably because they went and fucked in the pool house and sam's like if this gets out it's gonna get out about me
1: yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. well it all uh, it's just a narcissist talking to a narcissist yeah
3: robert's gonna find out they're gonna tell
1: it's robert so and disgusting. then you're, then there
3: you go then like might as well fucking just and rip your heart out sam's and the house definitely feels divided. You got some people over here. I'm under some people over here. And it yes. really kind of stemmed from the volleyball game, I think.
1: Oh, this is my favorite part when, uh, when the group walks in, when everybody besides Chad and Sam walks in, and Sam goes, I don't feel comfortable.
4: <laughs> you guys, decision time. Yeah, it's gonna happen right now. Or who gets a date tomorrow?
0: Oh yeah, cause, so that's just insane. So the producers clearly said, "Hey, look, Chad and Sam are in the jacuzzi. Everyone go to the patio, and Justin, you reveal who's gonna go on the date tomorrow."
1: And you have to like, you have to bring up. So we're here to announce who's gonna be picked for the. You know, it's like yeah. you have to do it like this pet. But then Sam and and Chad immediately derail it. Yeah,
0: you guys look wonderful out here. Robbie saying something obviously bitchy but nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not comfortable being around you guys as oh, a group. <laughs> And why is Sam uncomfortable being around them? I don't get. They've done nothing to him.
1: It doesn't make any sense. It because he's a so a he's a sore loser, and b he just he likes to. Div- uh, he doesn't even know what the issue is with Chad, mm-hmm. but he just is like throwing himself headfirst into it. Yeah. Hey,
4: because I think you guys are very mean. We've had great conversations. We have. Am I comfortable being around you guys when you guys are in a group? Absolutely this not. So weird. You guys all change.
0: You can't. What is he talk? Well, again, we're not there. I, I see what he's saying. He's saying that individually they're all great, but when they're together as a group that they get really cunty. Gay guys can be like that. He might have a point.
1: But I will say that it, I don't necessarily think it's that they get cunty Like, it's like they're infighting. It's that they're calling Sam out for his stupidity and his
0: aggressive behavior. Exactly. They're probably treating Sam like an outsider because two nights in a row now he's been aggressive towards them and gone after them and they've seen an ugly side of him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think Sam is, like, using that, again, playing the victim and being like, you guys are being mean. But it's like, no, Sam, you're being mean and they're just, like, not dealing with it they're not accepting it yeah
4: here we go the people who
3: i like you all individually when i think of sam i think of it like a really like
0: sweet soft like cuddly bear but then he snaps yeah and that's a very nice thing robbie robbie's not being a bitch here he's no. a, i like sam but then he i like he does when, when sam drinks sam is a mean drunk
4: just yeah. think about other people besides your little group that you're with Okay, so that being Which said... Which I
1: love, again, he keeps saying, think about other people besides the little group that you're with. It's everybody else on the show. It's everybody else besides Sam and Chad. And Chad, Chad
4: yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's like, think about other people than just everyone else yeah. that's on the show. Yeah.
4: I just really, really want to find out who's getting just, to stay with Robert, yes, because that's okay. why we're here. Yeah, and
0: they're just like, can we just... We don't want to be here any longer than we have to. The producers may just come out here. We just want to find out who it is.
1: I love... I Because I love that. I love how they had to, like, shoehorn that in. Because you know that they were like, we have to find... You have to say it this way.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So, all right. Um, This is a difficult decision for me. I want someone
0: to be able to spend time with Robert. Let's talk about this. Cause the choice is going to be Jason. Everyone should know. I feel... Justin, and I think it's nice to choose Jason. I'm glad Jason got a one-on-one date, but I feel it was strategic, and Justin wanted it to be the least competitive person.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know. He did it because he knew that, you know, he, I mean, everybody has his number, Robert's number now. He's mm-hmm. super, super, he's very superficial. Yeah. I mean, if he could have eliminated four people, he would
0: have eliminated Jason. Yeah. yeah last to me, it was always only bef- between Danique and Jason. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Jason, you didn't get any time today um, and I think you deserve to have that time yeah. with Robert.
0: By the way, everyone should know, Jason is crying because he got Jason's chosen. Jason's crying, He's yeah. He's crying because he got chosen for this date, yeah.
4: Oh. I would like Yay! you to have the date.
0: Jason! Yay. Congratulations,
4: yes. honey. Deserve it. I'm touched that Justin has picked me. means a lot to me. I'm super excited about going on a date with Robert. The hardest part for me is actually pulling Robert away from other people. I don't have to do that. I get to walk in and have his full undivided attention.
1: So now we get to my favorite part of the show.
2: <laughs> who told Robert that I was
0: being... Yeah, so now the, And then Chad immediately goes, okay, we finished that part. Who told Robert... ...to everyone in the house who sang like a canary... Back with the fucking canary. And and then this is my, this is my favorite, Danique, when he says. Oh, yeah, here it comes, here it comes.
3: What? The canary is the person that goes down so, like, the canary dies first.
0: (laughs) Not even knowing about the canary and the coal mine, not knowing what, what Chad's talking about.
3: Oh
1: my god, I love that so much!
0: Yeah, here we go. And
1: Come then, on. of course, as in, like a narcissist, people call him out on the canary thing. So instead of going like, I'm gonna pick a different bird, he goes, No, I'm doubling down on canary. Oh,
0: really? I don't. Let me hear. Let me hear.
2: I don't know who sang like a canary because he told me aside today. Why, Whoever said this, Robert, was strategizing to get me out. Somebody had clear intentions to sabotage me. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro. Was it you, Robbie?
0: Why choose? And I love that Robbie's answer sounds like a guilty person. Like, if I was chatting, like, oh, it's clearly Robbie. (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I have a feeling that I guess I, here's what I think. I have a feeling that they they know it was Eric, but also I would have been like, if I was Eric, I would have just been like, dude, it was me. It was obviously me. Like, why why are we having this conversation? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah, here we go. To... I'm not trying to say anything. In this pool of negativity. It's not negativity, it's what happened, it's facts. Who has been chirping in Robert's ear like a fucking canary? If you have an issue with me, pull me aside and tell me.
0: By the way, the name of the episode? The Canary. Listen, if someone said a lie about any of you. But your
3: tone
4: right now is attacking.
3: First of all, I am Italian. (laughs)
0: I feel like I need to pull that clip.
1: I, I think you do. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, not to be like, I don't want to be like just as much of a bully as Sam was to Robbie. But if we're, we're talking about, like, he, he was making fun of, Ro- Sam was making fun of Robbie last episode about his voice and like his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you could not say anything gayer than, first of all, I am Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's why I think it's so funny. All right, let's finish up this. We're almost done.
4: I don't mean. Let's to just talk. Have let's have this conversation. No, I'm, I'm gonna get a drink. I gotta
0: pee. Yeah. So they all yeah. leave. All right, avoiding the situation. I forgot I something. something. <laughs> Bitch, you didn't even try.
3: Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever.
0: All right, and that's the end of the drama. There is further. It's not worth pulling. It's but not where, worth where it. Where Chad is like, I'm gonna leave, and he packs his bags, and then Jason and I'll go like, and they're kind of like, all right, bye, and he's like, you know what? <laughs> My gut is telling me to leave. My gut is telling me to leave, but my heart is telling me to stay. But my heart is telling me to stay. For Robert, by the way. For
1: Robert. For Robert. Also, I, to be honest with you, I would just be like, maybe your gut's telling you you need to have some carbs because you've just been drinking way too much.
0: Exactly. I know. Okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about the rest of the show, but we can go through it really, 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 really quickly. Um, what does this say? Something about night... I don't know what that is. All right. First, of all, let's talk about the Justin date. They go- also, uh, no, uh, just go sorry, just a, no, a brief
1: thing. But that was a total like attention grabber. That Chad packed his bags and sat. He sat on the top of the stairwell, and then like, so I mean, like, he's he's obviously trying. This is like his last ditch move to try and get people to be like, we want you to
0: stay. So yeah, I think you're right. It. But ah. okay. Uh, all right, so then they, Justin and uh, Robert go on a date where they make cologne, all right? Yes. And well,
1: they go to a perfumery or a something. Perfumery. So
0: perfume. Yeah, perfumery. And then, and then because she said, which scent do you like better? And they both said number two. She's like, I think it's a match. We don't know what the other scent. Well, maybe the other scent was just shit. Yeah, you know? maybe the other scent was just water. Yeah. you know yeah exactly uh maybe it not she knew which one was better it's just the way you do it and she's like, I'm also go make it's like is
1: it really that like is is your like connection that like sensitive that like if you had picked number one robert I, which i'm saying it now and realizing yes it's exactly that sensitive but if you had picked number one would robert have been like i don't know for a match
0: <laughs> you know what he's such a dummy that i think he
1: would he would have been I, as, yeah. as I was saying I was like yeah no he definitely would have done yeah that. yeah yeah yeah.
0: so uh, then they share a kiss and Justin is just over the moon because Robert kissed him first which is, you're right uh, which is kind of creepy but Lori kisses her father more passionately
1: it's uh, just a really bland kiss it's like not even fully on the lips it was like above the lips it's just a really bland kiss
0: I can't believe Lori goes to perfumeries with her dad and they kiss. It's kind of weird. My dad and I had a child
3: together.
1: <laughs> we don't talk about it.
0: All right. The next day. And then, you know, Justin goes home and brags about how she, how he kissed Robert. And everyone's jealous.
1: Oh, and then they hold hands, too. Oh, yeah, which I did. feel like is a lot more
0: like. Yeah, that's a lot more. Uh, intimate. Yeah. Then Jason goes on this date. Uh, they oh. go to a spa. You okay. Can tell first what...
1: off, let's not right off the get go. We're not going to call it a date. We're going to call it a friendship outing because <laughs> yeah, that's
0: really what it was. In, in fact, the sad part is when Jason because Robert clearly doesn't know who's coming. So when Jason turns the corner, he's like, Oh, oh, hi, Jason. Like he yeah. literally goes like, Oh.
1: Well, he kind of does that laugh where he's like, Okay, yeah, I knew <laughs> yeah, this was going to happen. You eventually. got me.
0: Like that was that like, it was like kind of like on that laugh. You're right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. All right. <laughs> Justin, good call, right? And uh they go to a spa and they sit in a salt uh room and they write their names in the salt and uh but there's no kissing, no hand holding. Um but by the way, and I was thinking about this, while they're in the salt room, Jason's trying to make a conversation with Robert and he goes, "Can I ask you a question?" and he's like, "Yeah." So what's going on with Chad? And you can tell right there, uh yeah but
1: seriously like that that robert is like he is using that as a way to like not address the fact that he's just not interested in these guys Mm -hmm. you know there's just certain jason's one of them charlie is one of them but he is obviously interested in chad he's Mm -hmm. obviously interested in eric Mm -hmm. so it's just like i just i don't know i feel bad for them yeah i would just rather him go hey i don't have a like a I don't have like a, a connection with you. Know? Yeah,
0: no, you're right, and 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 I and, and and but but the thing I don't like is the 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 hypocrisy because or
1: trying to at least try and get to know the person, like maybe be friendly or something. But he, yeah, he like exactly, you're right, hypocrisy. He, he just...
0: just bitched in the last episode about Charlie using his time to get to know him to talk about other people in the house, and then Robert uses his time with Jason to talk about someone else in the house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, also, they, r- he
1: rubs cent. salt. They, they he rubs salt on uh, um, on his arm, Jason's mm-hmm. arm, and Jason's like, oh, oh. like you know. <laughs> I, so I felt really bad for Jason. But then they go to like, there's like a beach layout in this little relaxation room, which mm-hmm. by the way, I feel like isn't exa- isn't a room. I think the producers bought lawn chair, bought beach chairs, and put some towels on them, and then poured sand in a room. No, that
0: was salt. Oh, it's salt? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And they're yeah.
1: Laying, they're sitting on top of it?
0: Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Yeah. Why? Alright. So then uh Jason gets back from this date. He's over the moon. He thinks they really hit it off. He thinks there's no way he's going home. They have a tie ceremony, and um like we like we said at the beginning, that like he asks people to keep their tie or not. And uh everyone gets to keep their tie. Um, but then it's down to two people, Chad and Jason. So Chad. Of the singing like a canary being accused of sexual uh impropriety. And then Jason, who had a perfectly pleasant date, except for Robert talking about Chad the whole time. And what's funny is when when, uh so Robert kind of scolds Chad, Chad's kind of crying, and then he turns to Jason, and I don't know if you notice this part, Laurie. Right when the conversation turns, it's turning negative on Jason, Robbie in the background does like the most like evil like stroking of the chin behind him. Did you notice this? No. Oh yeah, go back and look while I'm talking about it. But like Robbie does like this evil as as the, as the cameras on Jason. Robbie's directly in sight behind him. And when the conversation turned negative, Jason does like the. I mean Robbie does like the. You know we do that thing with your fingers like a villain does, and you rub your chin. He does it. It's really weird. Oh really? And uh and then
1: oh uh, oh I see it I see it
0: yeah and then Robert sends Jason home, much to Jason's surprise, and he I keeps chatting. I
1: think. I, I don't think it's a villain thing. I think he, I think he's putting his, fin- his chin because I think he's sh- shocked because you can yeah. see Justin and, uh, uh, um, Paul are standing behind him too. And I think everybody thinks that <clears throat> Chad is going home. Mm-hmm. And then they, they send just he sends just, so I think when they realize that Jason's the one going home. They're like, oh, okay. That
0: well, not only that, that you can tell if there was a miscongeniality of the season. Jason would be a top contender. People really like him.
1: Oh yeah, they're everybody's crying when Jason yeah.
0: leaves, and I think that they're really up Jason's Jason. I going mean, because they like him.
1: There's a lot of tears, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna say there's there's a lot of unnecessary tears.
0: <laughs> a lot of unnecessary tears. But uh, you know what's so funny is when Chad and uh, Robert talking to each other. I was sitting there staring at them going like, this is two pervs talking to each other. By the way, I don't mind Robert doing sex work. If you want to be a male escort, be a male escort. But it is kind of gross that he's drinking a guy's cum from a condom. I'm not going to lie. And I, I mean, gonna you
1: know, it, we all have our peccadillos. You know, <laughs> I would say I would rather, I, I don't know Robert's history, but I would say I would, I would take a guy who drinks cum every day over a guy who, you know, sexually harasses people and then gets overly angry with them when True. you confront
0: him about it. Very good point. Very good
1: point. But That's Chad a- was uh Chad was crying like a canary at the uh um, finale when he was uh when he found out that he wasn't gonna be eliminated.
0: Oh well yeah crying like a canary. Lori has no idea that I mailed her a condom full of my cum <laughs>
1: Joe sent me some delicious vanilla icing the other day, and I have been putting it on all sorts of stuff. It's really good. Like, I am just like, I, you know what? I'm touched. I don't want to say anything because I, I feel like it was maybe like a thing that he sent me in private, but like, I'm really touched about it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Um. All right, and that's the episode. Jason goes home. Chad lives to see another day, and then they finish on a close up of the pulsating asshole. Um, and that's the end of the episode. Lori, any final thoughts on the episode?
1: No, I mean, Chad's obviously a psycho. Sam is a psycho. Um, Justin, I think is just fake, and then I feel like Eric is fake a little bit too. Like I don't really feel like Eric is really showing being his true self. I. I don't know. I, I'm sort of not. I don't. There's really no, after Jason left. There's really nobody on the show that I'm like, yeah,
0: they're here. You know what's so funny is we did five episodes. <clears throat> on episode one, this is episode six. If we had just done one episode per one show per episode, we'd almost be done with the season.
1: Don't tell me that. <laughs> I I can't
2: I can't deal with that right now.
1: Oh man. Um, you know, I'm just uh. I'm excited for, for this show to be over with and then we can just never talk about it again. All that's right. what
0: I'm saying. All right. All right. Very good. Which means she's going to do the next season with Justice Blaine Wainwright and Vivian Lee. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Fighting Prince Charming. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to diss the horrible gay dating show Finding Prince Charming. Until then, for Lori Roggenkamp and myself, Canary out. Lori Roggenkamp has two other podcasts The first is the Bloody Mary podcast With Maria and Lori And the other is called Clearing Time and Space You can find both of those podcasts Wherever you get your podcasts You can also follow Lori Roggenkamp On Instagram at picklemyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H you can follow Joe Bacantz on Instagram at Joe Bacantz, that's This has been an Afterthought Media podcast.